0: Hey everybody, welcome to Dream Stories Podcast. This is Michael French and I'm here with my wife Elisa and we're going to be talking about dreams again today.
1: Yeah, so good to be back with everybody. A little bit slow and posting this week, aren't we?
0: It's been a bit of a crazy week for us. We yeah. had a lot of challenges and the usual posting time didn't get Uh, We didn't make it this week. We didn't. My son, Noah, has done an amazing job of keeping this podcast, though it's not always posted to Facebook immediately. Right. It's always on time on the podcast services, and we missed it this week, but for good reason.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, we've had a lot going on personally, just dealing with some business stuff the whole week. And then we get to the end of the week, and, and he goes out of town. He should be
0: posting the podcast. Yes. We're instead getting a call that he's been in an accident. Yeah, and hit his head really bad, really hard, and
1: he's got a nice little goose egg up on his uh, above his brow, and. Anyway, we So it's pre- a
0: good time though to give him a shout out yeah. because we realize how much he does. We sit here and get to talk about dreams and he does all the behind the scenes work that makes this podcast yes. function and happen. And so uh he's fine, he's doing good, spent about six or eight hours in the hospital emergency room in Georgia, three yes. or four hours away, which yeah. was stressful. Yeah. But uh, he reminded us how much we need him and how valuable he is. To yes, the and how you podcast. can't
1: take things for granted, right? That's right. That's right. Okay, well, I'm going to obey him this week. He told me I was sounding very nasally, so I'm pulling back from the mic a little bit. I'm trying to be a little bit more low-key, so we'll see how this yeah. episode goes. And I and, uh, hope you can hear us all well, but we're just working on some things and refining some things. But what are we going to talk about today?
0: Well, you know, I was just dealing with uh, several dreams where people were very close to the subject matter. They were either close to the person the dream was about or one of the symbols in the dream was something they felt like they already knew what it meant. Mm -hmm. And some different topics like that. And I thought we probably should talk a little bit about... Some of the things that make it difficult to understand our dreams, yeah, you know, because it's not always easy to understand dreams, even for someone like us who interprets them on a regular basis.
1: Yes, and you know our the ministry that we have of teaching on dreams and and how to interpret dreams, what they mean. They, we've talked before; it may evolve a little bit. We may begin to do some different things. So today we may talk about a specific dream, but we may not. We'll just see how things go. It may just be a teaching episode, and that would be okay. We just, we just yeah, see where we're at. A yeah. teachable moment.
0: One of the things I think, though, that I thought was important was to recognize that when you're really close to a situation, you have opinions and feelings. You
1: do, and that
0: applies to a dream and to its interpretation, just like it does to everything else. Yes, you know, we know that sometimes parents love their kids so much they don't see their flaws or their faults, or that sometimes kids love their parents so much they don't see uh something that may be challenging in the way they're approaching something or siblings or uh, maybe
1: a spouse when, or spouse when exactly. they're asked to interpret a, their spouse's dream they love them so much they don't
0: i do that regularly <laughs> just say i'm not interpreting that yeah you, well you dream so much
1: i do dream a lot and i I think there's wisdom in that, and sometimes I get frustrated with you because I'm like, okay, Michael French, I know you can know what this means. So sometimes I I know you want to, like, let's just say it's revealing something I need to work on in my life. It would be very easy for you to go, the Lord's trying to tell you not to argue so much, and then maybe we've just been arguing, and therefore... I'm getting corrected and I won't like hearing that. It could be true. I don't want to hear it from you and it could be true, but I don't want to hear it from you. And then again, it could maybe just be something that a spouse might would use against their spouse, not on purpose, but just to have an upper hand. So we were taught it's best not to interpret your spouse's dreams or those who are extremely close to you because you tend to pull in what you
0: know. Right. And if you have a dream that the symbols could mean one thing or another, but I'm biased because of my closeness to you and the relationship with you. I'm probably not gonna listen very well to the meaning God intended for those symbols to carry. I'm gonna tell you what I think they mean that fits my preconceived notion or idea. Right. And that can apply not just to family. That can work that can can apply in work relationships. Friends in close friendships in all sorts of family relationships, or
1: even someone who's a pu- that you know something about them publicly, or maybe they're a public figure, or whatever reason you know. It anywhere, could, you, it, have anywhere you have knowledge. So that that makes me wonder. So how? And I'm just posing questions that I may know the answer to, but I want to bring it up for conversation's sake and teachable moment's sake. Okay. Yeah. So when you have a dream, and you and you have someone that you're trying. to, not to okay, you know them personally, or you know personal information about them. So, are we interpreting by the spirit? That's the question that comes to my mind. Are we interpreting by the spirit, or are we interpreting by the terminology that's are the are terms in the dream? Let's just say I have a dream about uh, an orca well, and I'm asking you to tell me what that means. And you you may be like, well, I don't really, you know, Lisa, I don't really want to interpret your 900 dreams this morning. And I say, well, can you just help me with just the symbol? Then for me, I can ask Holy Spirit to help me interpret that dream. You don't have to do the whole thing.
0: Yeah, and I think that's one of the great places because then I don't have to say, as most of you who listen to the podcast probably also, I hope, you know about our symbols videos that we put up on Facebook each week. And one of the things I say repeatedly is that symbols never have absolute meanings. They're always dependent upon context. And so if you're asking me about a dream and I can help you with possible meanings of symbols, then that's different from me interpreting the dream with a level of bias because there I can, it's easier to separate the two pieces. Mm -hmm. I might give you some potential meanings that are biased But I'm also going to probably go ahead and give you other potential meanings that are less biased. And you get to be the one to decide what is God saying to you about which meaning is accurate. Yeah. And that's much easier. Now, we can separate ourselves. I think we can separate ourselves from our biases interpreting anybody's dream. I think that's something that we can do. I think it's always just wise to be careful because sometimes we don't recognize it. And we don't do it. It's not that we couldn't have.
1: Back in the early 2000s, you know, we were kind of going through this little class to teach us how to kind of allow an interpretation to roll off our tongue, so to speak, because we were using it many times in a format where we were on the streets or at fairs or different things interpreting dreams for people. And we really needed to be quick on our feet and be able to give someone a really nice interpretation that sounds well. You're very good at that, Michael. I mean, you can just piece something together. and It sounds very eloquent. I don't know if that's because you're you're a, a minister slash attorney training in the courtroom. You have to learn how to put things together really quickly. <laughs> and, and you do, I think you do a very good job at that. And um, so many times, I, and so the question I posed to you was, are we interpreting by symbols or by spirit? And I do believe it's both. Well. And But I, what I wanted to say was, when you are close to someone, what I tend to do is, is I tend to say, okay, I will help you with a symbol. And then you can ask God, you know, or you can ask what is your creator God telling you it means. And so helping point people in the right direction, because they may want, you can't just pull a symbol out and go, what does the symbol mean? Because it may not be the focus of the dream. So you don't want to just run away with, uh, if I dream about an orca, that orca may not be, the center of the, or the focus of the dream. So it's really important that you, you're careful about how you would say this could mean this or this. You can't just say, oh, it means this for sure. Well,
0: it's always going to be a this could mean. Mm-hmm. Because, it should, yes. Because we never want to give <clears throat> an absolute answer to what a symbol means unless we've heard and, right. and really are confident in the interpretation of the dream. And that's something that also makes dreams difficult to interpret. You know, we talked about relationships can make dreams difficult to interpret, but preconceived ideas can make dreams difficult mm-hmm. to interpret. Yeah, And when I have a preconceived idea of what a symbol is going to mean, it's mm-hmm. always going to mean that. Those are the times that God will insert a symbol that means something completely different from mm-hmm. what we thought it should mean.
1: Yeah, and, and I've, I've run across people who say, when I dream about this particular object, it always means this. And I'm thinking, why I mean, who told you that, and why? And they may say, "Well, Holy Spirit told me that," or every time I have a dream, that's what it is. And I've gotten to the point where I just—I don't even want to argue with people over that <laughs> because I don't necessarily agree with that. I would just say, you know, we need to be careful that we don't assign or—we or, or, uh, can have a personal dream dictionary. I understand that something that kind of speaks to you, you know, um, but we do need to be careful that we're not just. Tapping into and creating something. That being said, I do think the Lord is such an honoring God that if you did do that, he would allow those symbols to be used sometimes to tell you something.
0: Well, I say all the time, my creator is so amazing. He can know who I'm going to ask to help me interpret my dream and give me a dream that has symbols in it that the person who I'm going to ask already has a preconceived idea of what they'll mean and they'll still end up giving me the right interpretation. It's just, that's, you know, that's not a guarantee obviously, but I can put trust. Once I come to the place that I have a confidence in where my dreams come from, my dreams are not coming from within me. They're coming from outside of me. And once I have a confidence that those dreams are coming from my creator, who knows all things, who's all knowing, then he can know the circumstances, the interpretation enough to set the dream up in a way I still get the right answer. Right. But I don't want to do that presumptuously. I want to do that in in what I would call a, 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 an act of faith, trusting mm-hmm. and believing that I'm going to get the right answer, not just presuming. And I think sometimes that's the difference, the difference between presumption and faith. When I repeatedly go to a symbol meaning the same thing and I ignore the context and I ignore the circumstances, nor any other possibilities, I think you fall into the realm of presumption. But when I see a symbol that means something very often, very consistently, and I'm always willing to say, but does it mean something else here? Then it's much easier to say that symbol is probably going to mean mean the same thing most of the time because my God knows how I'm thinking, and that I'm willing to look at it differently, but I'm probably going to start from a preconceived position. Yeah. And so I think that's I think that's a big difference. Is what is the what is it is it presumption that I'm presuming the symbol means the mm-hmm. same thing, or is it just I've seen this enough I recognize it. You know, we talk about. Um, Sometimes when we're teaching, the top 20 dreams we see, we see dreams in the top 20 that are things like um, your teeth are falling out. 90% of the time, that means you're losing your ability to understand something. We see dreams in the top 20 that are you're falling, falling dreams. 90% of the time, falling means you're out of control. You're not able to control something dreams with snakes in them, 90% of the time they mean lies and deception and words that are venomous or hurtful because they bite or they squeeze. Mm-hmm. But that's still not 100% of the time. Yeah, I, I tell people, I try and make people understand, one of our challenges with interpreting dreams, one thing that makes it hard is when we have preconceived ideas because as soon as we decide a symbol means something 100% of the time, It won't, Mm. and then that's going to make it difficult. Yeah, it may mean the same thing ninety nine point nine percent of the time, as long as I'm always willing to listen for what else it might mean.
1: Well, even look at the history of your life. You know, um, we we had an occasion uh, last week to interpret my niece's dream, and. You know, it would have been you. Even for you and I both, it was hard for us to do it, and we had to talk to her. And then she, the more she talked, the more understanding we gained. Not because she was giving us hints or dropping things there for us to get the interpretation. It was just hearing her spirit, you know. And so, you know, again, her her brother, my nephew, had uh, passed away from a drug overdose. So when she's in a dream, and he's saying, "Let's get." A medication. It wasn't an illegal drug. It wasn't, but it was so easy for us to be pulled in that direction because of history.
0: Well, and the first impression was and, and would be for probably almost anybody who was close to the situation, this is not a good dream. Right. And Because this is saying you need to go do something bad. We had to be willing to listen for it to be something other than what was expected.
1: The thing that changed my mind about the dream and about the symbolism, because I was trying to be careful because my niece was like, God wouldn't give me a dream encouraging me to go do something bad, would he? And I said, probably not. But I don't want to just say that's exactly what he was doing. So let's talk about it. So we had to break it down. We had to take our time, which a lot of times what we say is not good because then you can just get so deeply enthralled into it, you totally miss focus and stuff like that. But it was when she began to say, remember we always talk about context. Is when she began to say it was beautiful. I, it was such a beautiful meeting. It was, peace. it was peace in the meeting, and then she talked about how it reminded her when she woke up of a party they had gone to years before, where they were celebrating like a, a housewarming type yeah, thing. The house yeah, and just... and it was a good time for her and Mark at that time, and it was a sweet memory for her that she tapped into. So, so those shifted. two things shifted. It was context, wasn't it?
0: But it would have been. That's what. That's you know, in the context of what we're talking about today, it would have been so easy to fall into yeah. the friend family right. scenario right. so i've got a preconceived idea about the person or the common meaning symbol area where i've got a preconceived idea right. about the symbol right and either one of those could have been a yes. big issue yeah you know thinking about that we had a dream posted on the website this week as well that um the students in our dream mentoring class got to before I did. And I was really glad that they did because it was from a person who we've known for years, went to church with years ago and have known them for, for many, many years who had lost their husband uh, not too long ago. And this is uh, G. Kiker's dream. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, she had a dream about, uh, about her husband that it would been, it was real easy to just, Make a presumption as to what it means. Uh, let me just share the dream because I think it's cool because it's actually the reverse of what we're talking about. Okay, where exactly what you would think it means is what it means, but knowing you have to be careful with that made me be second guessing the interpretation. Okay. So she says she says this should probably be self explanatory, but I want to see if there's something else. I dreamed I woke to a loud noise and the house shook. I looked over and Ray was running out of the bedroom door to go check what happened. I waited for a while then said to myself he's not coming back. That's when I realized the house alarm was not going off and the dog was not barking and it was just a dream. And honestly she she had preconceived notion of what that dream meant.
1: But didn't she give a little bit before the she dream did, she gave a little bit dream, history. She said,
0: you know my husband passed away. She didn't right. let the dream whoever's interpreting the dream know yes. that, right.
1: If you didn't know her husband would pass away, two things I think could happen. One is you could think, "Hmm, you know, husband has pulled away," or he, you know, you could think of a lot of different things, right? Yeah, but because, but because she gave that little it. tidbit of information, now most of the time we discourage people from doing that, don't we?
0: But there are, but again, there are times when there that's are valuable. Times, they're never one hundred percent in dream interpretation,
1: and I think I think the reason. For that is is many one of which let God show Himself. It's not about me interpreting the dream and coming up with this amazing interpretation because honestly, I believe God is giving us dreams so that we can interpret them ourselves. So um, you know whether someone is a what we would call a master dream interpreter. Interpreter.
0: You did good on that. Very good. You used my word. Interpreter. Interpretator. No. I love interpreter. it. Interpreter. No, they can rewind. And, you okay. Know, you said interpreter. Anyway,
1: interpreter. So, right <laughs> so, whether you are a master dream interpreter or not, you still could. Um, now see, you made me lose my talk. All I can think about now is Taters, interpretator. You <laughs> made
0: me lose my thought. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Well, uh, while you're thinking, I'll just say this. This dream, if you don't know that her husband has passed away, it would be easy to assume him going away as a negative symbol. You know, his, him not coming yes. back in the dream is a negative symbol. And if you do know it, it would be easy to say, well, I now I'm going to assume it means he's passed away. Right. And it does in this case, but yeah. not necessarily. And that's but what you, I was,
1: that's really, I was going there. I said it could mean one of two, a couple of things. I said many things. One, but I, the other part I was going to say about what I'd said previously was that, oh my God,
0: I've lost it <laughs> again. It's okay. It's all right. You're doing good Wait a minute.
1: I know it's something you just said. Um, Oh, man. I'm going to go to bed now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What did you just say? Well, I was talking about the fact the symbol could have been one of two things. It could have been if you know that he's... Oh,
1: I know. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) It's like sometimes you don't have to get that tidbit, that detail. It could be like God just drops that knowledge into your spirit there, your spouse has passed. And right. I have had that happen before, right. you know. So that can happen, but you have to be very careful with that, and you don't want to just run away with that and go, your spouse has passed away, and then well, go, the no, they you, haven't, you know.
0: Those times maybe better to ask it as a it question. It is. It is. Is your spouse still living?
1: But it's good that God can show himself in a mighty way. And there are times, Michael, and you and I both know this, that Holy Spirit will move on us, maybe with someone we don't know, to be able to tell them something that could be a very a powerful word or something. And I wouldn't encourage just anybody starting out or who really doesn't understand how the how gifts flow sometimes out of people. You know, and when you're dealing with people's emotions, you have to be very careful. And I'm almost saying of of giving like Words of knowledge, or something that people have never even heard of, possibly, and you're just saying, Oh, your husband has died, and this is what has happened, and this is what your dream means. And I've seen people get very powerful interpretations like that. So, you know, God does want to show himself in a mighty way, but why? It's not about you, it's not about me, it's not about the master dream interpreter. That's where we are. Um, it's about God,
0: yeah, yeah, and, and that's why I love with this dream that. I knew just enough about the situation, not just, and it wasn't just because of some previous dreams that uh, this dreamer had submitted and because of some sort of interaction and conversation by text messages, things like that, because Mm -hmm. this is a person we knew. Yeah. I knew just enough to know not just that the husband had passed away, but some of the struggles that this dreamer was walking through, Mm -hmm. which would be natural struggles. But not everybody might pick up on those struggles Mm -hmm. uh, when you're not close close to the situation in some way. And so when my students look at this, and they give a dream that's very much straightforward, very much exactly what you would expect the dream to mean, they're not doing it on presumption. And see, that was where the risk was for me in interpreting the dream. That I would, I get. I might have given the same interpretation, but mm-hmm. I would have been constantly concerned that I had given that interpretation out of presumption yeah. and out of natural knowledge. Right. And when you give an interpretation out of presumption or natural knowledge, you're bringing glory to yourself.
1: Yeah, for having it's done true. it well
0: and said it well. And for me and my faith, that doesn't work. Because I don't understand dreams without uh, my Creator, the Holy Spirit for me, uh, imparting that understanding to me. So if He's not getting the credit, yeah, if He's not getting the glory, that becomes another one of those things that makes it difficult to interpret dreams in the future. Why? Yeah. Because if I'm not letting Him get the credit for it, I stop hearing.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, somebody said... Uh, to someone I know that there was no way that, that you and I could tell people what their dreams mean. And at first it, it bothered me, and I thought, why would they say that? Okay, you're right. I can't tell you what your dream means necessarily, maybe not if we pick those words apart, but I, that's not even what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help you see a conversation that your creator is wanting to have with you. That's really what I'm doing. I'm not some guru out here trying to, ooh, let me tell you the meaning of your dream kind of thing. It's more of, let me tell you what I see. What what I see in uh, Hebrew texts that teach. Um, how Daniel and different people interpreted dreams. I'm saying, how can we bring that to the table in today's time? And how, if, if God was speaking to them back then, why would he not be speaking to his people today? And how can I help point you back to your creator God who's wanting to have a conversation with you?
0: It's true. And when I jump in and make it about me instead of pointing to that conversation, then what happens is I can end up making the dreamer think a dream is more complex or complicated than it is and that they're dependent upon me to interpret it. And that's yeah.
1: not right. Or, or even saying something like, "Well, I know what that means, but you're not mature enough to handle it yet." Or, or "Ooh, that. that's a bad dream." Or "Ooh, you know, and then never really bringing it to the light. And I think that's what, you know, if if we if we're being uh, really transparent, For us, what we see, and and again, you know, we we don't mind anybody. We want all people to listen to our podcast. But we are coming from a faith-based
0: interpretation. Interpretation. I mean, we're going to get
1: our... That doesn't mean we uh, uh, always agree 100% with every single person who's going to be listening, or they're going to agree with us 100%. But it is, we feel this is, we're giving back somehow. And what our role is, is to bring people back to a conversation with their creator. And I actually
0: love that about dreams because I think they breach those um, hard lines that have separated. Christians as being hard and harsh Mm -hmm. and return this faith conversation to a place that's not breaking that's not erecting barriers or building barriers it's breaking them down Mm -hmm. because dreams are a judeo-christian based concept but they're also an abrahamic faith-based concept so they're common to the muslim to the christian to the jew Mm -hmm. and they're almost like a common language we might disagree a little bit about where and how the interpretation comes Mm -hmm. but We can respect the faith of one another that the interpretation should be coming from God. And then when you step into the world that's not Abrahamic faith-based, you end up with people who are spiritual in their nature. I run into very few people who are not Christians that are also not spiritual. Mm -hmm. Most people around me that I run into are spiritual, and I respect that. I love that yeah that because again, dreams can be a common spiritual communication device yeah. that we can talk and spend Yeah, time with. because
1: it's not always about us. You know, I, I kind of got a word picture a minute ago about you know how we tell people that dreams, we believe dreams are, are come from the outside in, right? Mm-hmm. It's very similar. When you go to sleep at night, you're kind of like a computer that shuts off, and just like a computer has to be given data entry. It's coming from an outside source and being stored into a mainframe, right? Whereas for us, being believers, we go to sleep at night, and it gives our creator time to do input into us so that we believe can be in a dream form.
0: And we might still need to interpret the data as it
1: comes Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So, I mean, I just think about how our bodies are very much created like you know a computer in so many ways and our brain has stores should be able to function so much higher than what it does but anyway i just thought you know yeah that's a good way of looking at it if you don't understand what we're saying it's like creator god is on the outside of the computer putting it in the computer doesn't just come up with stuff on its own unless it's already been given a format for something
0: yeah and you know, our time's almost up. I wanna just jump back to the dream. You didn't like dream. my deep no, I love scientific the concept, but metaphor. I don't want to forget I'm that kidding. We to go back to, we didn't really talk about the actual interpretation of the dream that uh, the dreamer that had just given me okay. about her husband passing away, her husband going away, and some people may be left wondering what, sorry. what happened with it. So that's where I thought I we thought said, "I'm sorry." No, we just kept saying the dream was simple. It was easy. It was what you would expect it to be. But then we didn't affirm what that was. So I think the thing about it was the students pointed out for the dreamer that there was, she had a desire for her husband to be there but knew that he was not and that she was coming to a place of acceptance and being able to move forward with that knowledge and understanding. And that's so, I mean, you know, her husband leaves. She realizes he's not coming back. Things are just normal. The alarm's not going off. The dog's not barking Things are the way they're supposed to be. may not be the way she likes it. There's still a grieving process, but they're the way they're supposed to be. She's going to have to move forward in that environment, and it's not bad. There's nothing that's wrong, or there's not some big danger in that situation. It's going to be okay. And so that's exactly what you would expect from the dream. It's what the dreamer expected from the dream. She got affirmation from people who didn't know her, so that affirmed, you know the 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 aspect of the dream that she already knew, and and I don't run the risk of giving a dream an interpretation presumptuously. So all those pieces sort of come together in the opposite way from what we've been talking about about hindering the interpretation. We actually got something that, by not having the preconceived knowledge, made it easier. That's good. So it's neat.
1: That's good.
0: Yeah, so anyway, the, lots of things we could continue to talk about probably on what makes dreams difficult to interpret. We we talked about just some basic, simple ones where we have preconceived ideas today, but there's plenty of other things that can make it challenging as well. The, the good news is when we get quiet, we get still, we get to a place of peace where we can hear and listen. God wants to make dreams easy to understand, and uh, that door is open for us, so... With that said, I think our time is up, and we're going to say goodbye for today. Just remind you that you can find these podcasts on our Facebook page, Dream Stories Facebook page. Uh, You can find them on almost all the podcasting services out there, including iTunes and Google Play. And uh, we'd love for you to leave us a comment, whether it be on one of the services or Uh, On Facebook, just leave us a comment. Let us know if you're enjoying these podcasts. Uh, Also on the Facebook page and our webpage, MyDreamStories.com, there's places you can give. You can financially support what we're doing. Uh, we would really be grateful and appreciative of that as yes. well. So you can hit one of those donate buttons. And, and if you're thinking, well, you know, my contribution wouldn't matter, This, the, you know, what we do is basically funded by predominantly contributions of $10, 15 $20, not yes. $10,000 type contributions. Yes. So don't think anything's too small if you do want to help That's us right. in the financial arena as well. And give us the comments because that helps us in the encouragement arena. that we know it's making a difference. So we've enjoyed being with you. And until the next time we're together again, just keep dreaming.